and welcome back to another episode Ow. of Ghost Stories from the South. I am your co-host, Lexi. And I am your host, Wolfman Stephen Booth Jack. Wow! Woo. I'm going to tell some crazy wild-ass stories today. Some good, creepy, haunting stuff that might make you pee your pants. Well, considering we have almost peed ourselves today. Yes, we've tried to do, we're trying to do this episode and get it knocked out and do some other ones. For our other podcast, and uh, we keep, uh, keep having uh, power glitches. Just in one room. Yeah. So bear with us, guys. We're trying our hardest. This is like the second time we've done this yeah. episode. So, yay, yay. So. All right. Let's get started. I'm going to be doing... She's going to go first. Yeah. I'm going to be doing the Menninger Hotel. In hmm, I think San... I've heard this before. In... Like 10 minutes ago? <laughs> <laughs> and I thought you meant I already did it. I was like, oh god, in San Antonio, Texas. So this place opened in 1859 on February 1st. It hosted wonderful guests such as Sam Houston, Generals Lee and Grant, President McKinney, um, Eisenhower, Roosevelt, Babe Ruth, and May West. It was actually was the first brewery, 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 <laughs> brewery in Texas. Uh, both of us were all beer. <laughs> um, but the owner or the builder died in the hotel in 1871 on March or in March. Um, the his wife and his son eventually took over the management and then it got new owners and everything. It's been renovated so many times, like it's unreal. Well, there's at least 32 entities in this hotel. I wonder the more they keep uh, renovating, it, renovating it is the more it keeps stirring the spirits up, too. Yeah. Um, you know. There's at least uh, Teddy Roosevelt has been spotted drinking in the lobby at the bar. Oh, he's drinking. Um, apparitions have been seen, voices, things move. The people help in the kitchen, like the ghosts help in the kitchen, like they cook in the kitchen. Oh my. Hey, that's like, pretty cool. Like, you'll walk by and you'll just see something floating, like, to the sink or to the stove. <laughs> just think, you're like, oh, I gotta go check on them potatoes. I could burn them, and then you'll see them stirring. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Um, you hear heavy footsteps, uh, kicking. You'll hear, like, military boots, like old military boots hitting the floor. Also, the ghost from the Alamo haunt, the, haunt this place. Oh, really? How close is the Alamo? Apparently close enough to be haunted. From That's it. crazy limbo, man. And then here's what it looks like. That's nice. That's definitely what kind of place I want to get when I move out of my parents' house. <laughs> wow. I could have a big living room, big kitchen. Oh, God. Just thank if we just ever hit the lotto. I've always wanted a house with a big kitchen and a big living room. Everything else would be small, but my kitchen would be huge, and the living room would be like a freaking gym. Yeah. But then the rooms will be regular, and you're going to be like, that don't make any sense. The math is off here. All right. Okay. You want to go next, or you want me to? Yeah. Oh, you can go ahead, and then I'll get ready for my next one. Because I always have more than you. Okay. This is the Victorians. Victorians. Victorias. Black Swan Inn. This is in San Antonio, Texas, also. Ooh, you know, speaking of that. Did you do it? I was this close to doing that. And something told me don't do it. I thought you might have already done it, so I didn't do it. Well, I did. Because so. I was looking up, cr looking up creepy stuff in San Antonio. 
boy. And I came across that. <laughs> that was a close one, Letty Cakes. Yeah, because I did it, so. <laughs> okay. Again, this is the Victoria's Black Swan Inn in San Antonio, Texas. So this place was built in 1867. Um, and it actually was built on the 1842 Battle of Salado site. Salado. The Ballad of Salad. You know, I didn't know that. that I didn't know what that was. Me and you know what's I don't creepy remember what is, that battle um, was. the battle took place on September 18th. That is my that birthday. That is your birthday. <laughs> I was looking at that and I was like, ooh, we got to jot that down. Um, and it took place in 1842. More than 600 Mexican soldiers were slaughtered on the ground and the bodies were just left to rot. And they passed. Um, Oh, that's, that's for later. But, yeah, so basically it was just like a, yeah, <laughs> a body ground, basically. Um, and also it's been home to Native American encampments for uh, as back, as like is, far back as 5,000 <laughs> 5, 5, B.C. and as well as Aramonial burial ground. So, like, it's like it's it's spiritual. Spiritual. Spiritual and it's like spiritually occupied. Oh, um, it's spiritually occupied. Yeah, um, it's passed through a number of owners and became a top-notch wedding and event destination. Well, well, looks like uh, we're gonna make uh, somebody get married there. N uh, not me. Like yeah. Ashley and uh, Tyler get married there. <laughs> um, so people see they've heard legends about it. They see sightings all the time. They see soldiers and Native Americans. Um, a Native American one time walked up to a child fishing and then scared it because it was fishing on its land. Oh, that would scare me as a little lad. I'd be like, oh, sorry about fishing on your spot there, sir. Yeah. Then they she hear, told me to. Not what? Yeah. <laughs> then they hear drumming sound, like the old drumming sound. Oh, gosh, like when they was getting war. ready for battle. Yeah. Um, they see military ghosts. They feel temperature drops, um, unexplained noises, lights turn off and on. They also see this, like, angry man stalking the ground. Angry. He's like, an angry little lad. Oh, and it wouldn't be a ghost story without the woman in white. She oh, sits oh, on Lordy. the edge of your bed and watches you sleep. Ooh, that's creepy. But, I mean, at least she ain't touching you or something. I could I could handle that. I mean, it'd still scare the crap out of me. Don't get me wrong. I'd still crap my pants, but <clears throat> yeah. I could handle that shit. That wouldn't bother me at all. I mean, I mean, it'd scare me, but it's not enough to be like, hey. Yeah. But if she like reached over to touch me or That's kiss me like or something, I'd be like, I'm out of here. Um, there's also child ghosts and they like sit on the bed and they play on the bed and yeah. So hmm. that's about it though. But look at this place. It's pretty Knowing cool. my luck, I'd get the child ghost and think it was the kids and I'd keep screaming, Shut up, I'm sleeping. Honestly though, this place kinda looks like the Coven House. Kinda does. But it's not because the Coven House is not in Texas. No. You know how cool that would be if it was. Yeah. I. It's, it's your turn. All righty. So it's my turn. I'm going to cover the Hill House Manor. Hill House Manor. There's not much back records on this about specifically when it was built, when it was owned, and all that stuff. Uh, some of it's hearsay, some of it's fact, but uh, let's dig on down to it. It was built around the uh, 1850s, and uh, it was very big and uh, labyrinth inside. 
Okay. It said it was like huge, like a ball. I mean, it is. It's real nice if you look it up. I mean, it don't look like much on the outside, but inside it's like huge. I would say this looks like a regular old townhouse. Yeah. It was a private residence at one time, and then it was a was a government building, uh, bordello, a speakeasy. So it's been a lot of stuff. And then in two thousand four. Hill bought the uh, Hill bought it and called it Hill Manor because there was no past uh, history on the place about who built it, who owned it for all these years. There's really not a whole lot on it. It was one of them ones that just had a basic story. It didn't have no hardly background. Mm. So he was like, "I'll take it, yeah." <laughs> and uh, she tried uh, using it as an apartment complex and rent the rooms out, you know. Mm-hmm. But every time she did. Somebody would break their lease and be like, I don't care if I lose it. If I don't care if I get my deposit back, I'm out of here. Screw it. They'd leave. Mm. They didn't care. Well, then, at the at that time, she wasn't in, I don't think she was in the paranormal stuff yet. Her and her husband wasn't. So they called its team to come out and investigate the place. And sure enough, it was haunted. And that's why people were leaving. And Yeah. Wow. I don't. <laughs> she, she was losing all these tenants. because Yeah, because, it yeah, it was haunted. And here's some of the rooms that are haunted. You've got the murder room. It's one of the most haunted rooms in the place. It's considered as a dead zone because no electric works there or anything. No electricity wow. flows through Maybe that spot. Maybe we're in the murder room at our house today. Yeah, that's what I was freaking thinking. Maybe this is the murder room. <laughs> and then you've got what's other? Oh, yeah, no electricity. Okay, and legend says there is a room... In this area called, well, the murder room, of course. It's based on a story uh, back from the brothel days. You know what a brothel is, right? Mm. That's where guys go to basically uh, satisfy their manly needs, if you know what I mean. Oh, oh, yeah, because right. it's like the saloon. Yes, yeah. yeah. Well, she died there, and uh, it was a violent, uh, there was a violent death, uh, they say uh, two men started fighting over her or something, and one accidentally shot the other one, and the bullet somehow went through the guy that it shot, and it hit her. Wow. So while you're fighting over the, this girl at the brothel, you're yeah. like, okay, fine, die, and then you actually shoot the girl that you want. Yeah. So uh, she died, and she's been known to haunt the place. And then when you come into that certain area, there's a certain feeling of... Uh, being watched and kind of being curious and you have this feeling of a female touching you sometimes and there's been a are you no no freaking way i mean it freaking way no i mean it (laughs) are we still recording yes okay okay god we're at 11 minutes sorry guys didn't mean to interrupt the story but we had our power go out again a little bit it's flicking the wind ain't blowing that hard out there today. I can't figure out why it's doing that, It's man. only in this room. <laughs> <sighs> okay. And the, the video sold that, too. So yeah. it's not just our minds. Yeah, how did that happen to our team? Did it do it through the whole house? Yeah. Maybe it's the wind. It's got to be the wind, well, man, hitting this, power lines. Well, after this, let's not do it anymore because it's going to mess up doing it off and Yeah, after this episode, we're done for today. We'll do it tomorrow. Maybe it'll be a calmer day. Yeah. All right, we'll go. Let us finish this up. Love you. And then, too, the guys sometimes will give a female telling them dirty things. Ah. 
<laughs> so, uh, yeah. That's fun. You just sleep it and all you hear is like. Hey, oh, $20 make you holla, baby. <laughs> Want to be my friend for 20 bucks? Come on. All righty. Well, then we got the widow's room, which is upstairs with the, uh, oh, and it's a big room with windows on e on either side of the room, which is uh, started to be occupied by the spirit of the uh, of a cat. The sounds of a cat has been uh, recorded, and people have said they have feeling of uh, something brushing up against their legs sometimes, like oh, their like their no. legs, kind of like a cat, yeah. And then every now and then they say you'll see that cat roaming all over the house. You'll see like a cat wandering around, and then especially in that room. Um, Imagine you, going, "That's my kitty." As you said, something brush up against your legs. Max did the. Did that and it scared me. Yeah. He was like, Ooh, do that? Okay. But we're not done yet. We got the angry cowboy. How he's up spirits are in this room. I mean this house. He's uh, upstairs in the upstairs kitchen where he uh hangs where he where he haunts. He is said to attack women and the women always uh get the uh uneasy feeling and like uh he scratches the women and they just get this real like scared feeling up there. He's real aggressive to the women, real mean to him. Hmm. Then we have the child ghost. Okay, can't be a real ghost story without any children. There is a young boy ghost named Charlie and an unknown girl that they haven't named, which is mean. You give one a name but not the other. How rude. <laughs> girl, boy. And uh, a lot of the people that take pictures in this area are always emailing these people back. With, uh, with pictures of these uh, kids and their photos and going, this isn't our kid. <laughs> Whose kid is this? Yeah. And, uh, well, of course, the lady that owns it, she even lets you do paranormal stuff in there because she has a paranormal investigation team. Mm -hmm. And she even rents the rooms out for a night for you if you want to stay there. It's a bed and breakfast. It's yeah. like, oh, wow, it's cool. It's like our Heck, that'd be house. a cool place to do a podcast from. Yeah. Hey, and we're thinking about that, guys, doing a live podcast on uh, Facebook. Facebook one time. We dang sure ain't going to try it today with this electricity going in and out. I'll no. tell you that. But uh, I think that's it. Yeah. So it sounds like a pretty fun little place to go uh, hang out. It's more of a, I don't think it's a residence now. It's more like a just to rent out for parties, weddings, stuff like that. So. Hmm, I wonder if anybody else sees my stuff. So. There's a lot of places we're going to have on our bucket list to go sit and do Dude, a podcast. Dude, we're going to have to, like... <laughs> so, y'all guys keep... Y'all guys need to go to Patreon and pay for our subscription so we... Pay for the subscription so we can... It's only Start $5. making a little money and we can uh, start touring around the place. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, I have a, <laughs> a creepy place. It's, um... It's in Romania. Ah, uh, well, that says enough right there. Romania. This place is... They got a bunch of spooky stuff over there in Romania. Yes, That's right. Do. That's where a Dracula's... Ow. Sorry, my bad. Isn't that where a Dracula's from or something like that? Where that tail comes from? I don't know. This is the Romania Haunted Hoi Bacu Forest. Hope I'm saying that right. Say that three times fast. No. I don't want to squander the name. Okay, so people, there's like thousands and thousands of reports of paranormal activity, UFO sightings, 
and ghosts and like disappearances and all that. Well, there's been UFO reports since the 1960s. Balls of light, ghosts, voices, and giggling. And then there's a story of a little girl who went into the forest and came out five years later wearing the same exact outfit. So missing for five years and it comes out of the forest like, what's up, guys? Um, about a thousand people have disappeared over the years into this forest. And then people think it's like a portal to another world. Mm. And the name... Um, the it has its name because of from a local local shepherd who disappeared into the forest with his flock of sheep. Um, locals have also ventured into the forest. Um, they've returned with uh, strange tales and physical symptoms like burns and rashes and scratches and all that. Mm, very scratchy. Yeah. Now I know you guys can't look right now, and people listening can't look right now, but look up this place. Dad, look at the computer. Oh, my God. Look at them trees. Oh, I know. There's, like, some supernatural. There's a lot of these trees that are seas. They, like, they're straight, but then they go whoop to yeah, the ground. It's a. About four or five foot part of that tree is like a whoop. Yeah, it's a really creepy forest. That's weird. And there's people that's tried to live in there. Well, like, they go missing. And so, like, there's, like, in that story. Man, but there's houses I... there. Who would hell to try to live there? I don't know what that is, but like, I don't, I don't know. That's some it's, creepy it's, stuff. Yeah, it's it's weird. So, be another forest for us to go for us to go check out. Yeah, we could. I saw that and I was like, kind of reminds me of the suicide forest because of all yeah. the people missing. But I don't know. Okay, I'm also gonna do one more real quick before Dad does his. Next ones. Yeah, because I got, I think I've only got two left. Alright, so this is about, um, Stucky's Bridge. Um, basically it's a bridge in Enterprise, Mississippi. And I'm going to give you a little bit of history on it before I tell you, you know, the ghosty stuff. So one of the members of a, of the Dalton gang... Uh, it's a gang back then. I don't really know anything about them. Yeah, they ran around with the one-eye gang. The left-eye gang. Um, he opened <coughs> a inn near the Chunky River. Or Chunky River. That's chunky stuff. Um, he would stand outside uh, the inn with a lantern in order to guide people traveling uh, into the inn. Well, once the people were in there, like his guests were in there, he would rob them. Like, once they were asleep, he would rob them and then murder them and throw their bodies into the river nearby. So he was running a really <laughs> tight operation. He's like, hmm, stay with me half price. Yeah. And I'll kill you. Well, his plane was found, and he was hung from the railings of uh, the bridge. Mm. So that's why it's called Stucky's Bridge, because that's... That that's what his name was. Oh, Stucky. And he's been seen walking around with his lantern, still in search of new victims. Um, he's been seen hanging from the bridge sometimes, and also people have had reports of like getting pushed off the bridge. Oh Lord. So uh, sounds he, like a real jerk. Yeah, he's not. He's not, not happy. Kick his ass. No. And this is like a really creepy bridge too. Like that is. That's an old creepy ass bridge. Yeah, it's. Um, I'd be afraid to walk on. It looks like it's gonna fall apart. I know. 
Yeah, it's creepy. Wow. I wouldn't want to walk on it. All right. You can go now, Daddy-o. Okay, well, my story is... The Old Parks Hotel. <clears throat> it's in Ballinger, Texas. <clears throat> it was built in 1886. It was originally used for a lodging, or well, y'all might know as a hotel, but back then they called them lodging rooms or lodging. So it was made for people to, you know, stay the night or stay a couple of days if they had to, just place to lay your head down. Anyways, it was made it made for that within... After that, it was a big meeting hall. Then after that, it was a schoolhouse, and it was a courthouse. And, of course, it has been a was a brothel at one time and all that. So it's been a number of things. A number of things. Then when it got renovated, that's when a lot of this stuff started happening. See, people? I know you really want to be cool renovate. and renovate and all that. But. We haven't run at our house. Yeah. Renovated. Oh, wait. Stuff still happens. But still. <laughs> Actually, it has been renovated, but not yeah. like in the past Yeah, not like years. big time. And uh, some of the ghosts, some of the ghosts are women that will talk to the guest. Okay. This is another one where the uh, old uh, ladies of the night would be like, come here, boys, come in my room, I'll give you a good time. <laughs> oh, gross. So, yeah. And in uh, the antique store is uh, Glenn... And the cowboy, and they have been seen in the store, uh, opening doors, voices, and stuff like that. Okay. So, and then, uh, and now it's a bed and breakfast, and it's located, uh, oh, and it's located, too, by uh, the old saloon in town, too. It's right next door to it, you know, so they get a lot of their stuff, too. So I thought that was pretty interesting. <laughs> But Jay, you know how I that? said, yeah, you went. <laughs> I went to go say something and my voice cracked. But you know how I said that that couple and the other one at the Hill House was uh, paranormal investigators? Yeah. Wrong couple. It was its couple. Oh, okay. She's the one who uh, started renovating and then had the problems. I mean, but they had problems too, and she called a team in there, but she don't investigate. This chick does. Oh, okay, okay. That's what got her into it when her hotel started getting messed up then after she, she like, renovated. Ooh, what else can I find? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, they have their place. own. They have their own little uh, paranormal group. But yeah, that's a nice old little hotel. Oh yeah, it is. Been there forever. Since the 1850s, my friend. Pretty neat. Yeah. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. I mean, I know people like to renovate and do all that, but geez. You really don't have to all, all right. the time. You only have one more, right? Yes. Okay. One to the more to the more so, to the yeah. I'm going to talk about a high school. And then I got some creepy stories real quick. From high school? I got some old creepy ones. No, not oh. from high school. About a high school. Yeah, I don't got creepy stories from high school. I have sad stories from high school. Why well, you got to be creepy? Oh, I'm doing it to get them in the mood for Halloween. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, so I'm going to be talking about Lake Highlands High School. This is... In uh, Dallas, Texas, almost San Antonio. So basically, in the 1970s, a student named Elizabeth fell to her death 
from the catwalk that was over the stage. And I was fixing to say, I heard this. Yeah, 10 minutes ago. <laughs> Shut up. So people don't really know like exactly what happened. Some people think that she fell on like off into like the props uh, for theaters. Some people think that she fell downstairs. It's really unclear what happened. But nobody who really knows what happened. Yeah. Well, theater kids see her all the time. The closet, the theater closet, is like where everything really, really happens. That's where all the magic happens. Um, one guy was sitting in the closet eating lunch and. The lights were, like, all the way on, but they weren't all the way off. They were dim. And he was sitting there, and then the clothes rack fell on top of him, and the clothes started shifting and, uh, like, moving and stuff, like somebody was in them. And then they started blowing, like, wind blowing. Like, it was crazy. And then it ended really fast. And then the lights and, like, electronical appliances turn off and come unplugged all the time. And the lights in the costume closet always turn off. Ugh. See, that ain't too bad. I mean, it'd scare me all the time, but I could handle that more than something smacking me. Or, oh, yeah, no, I know. Or telling me, get out of here. Also, the lady of White Rock Lake, White <laughs> Rock Lake also like haunts the Oh, school. she went to school there? That's <laughs> I don't crazy. really know why she does that, though. Well, she might, you know, she might have been a teenager when what she died, Elizabeth and that might have been. What if Elizabeth is her daughter? Ooh. That's something. <laughs> okay. That one was a shorty, and I looked at the school. There's not really anything interesting. I've got a shorty. But I have two that are going to get you guys for Halloween. So after Dad does his, I got two. So Okay, well, I'm going to go about the Bragg's Road. The Bragg's Road. <coughs> the Bragg's Road is an old railroad. All they did was just pull the uh, old iron up and the old tracks and just uh, paved it and turned it into a, you know, a road. It's your typical little old dirt road. It's in the middle of the uh, big thicket, what they call it, because you're in the middle of the sticks out there. It's really heavy, really heavy with woods, and, I mean, it's really thick with brush and everything. I mean, that's why they call it the thicket. I mean, you're out there in the middle of nowhere. Well, one of the stories is that a husband looking for he, for the killer of his wife, is there one explanation, is there... They say that's why there's a the light there because of him. That's one of the stories. Because he was uh, supposedly at the end of this road. They met, I guess, a bigger road or highway. Well, there was a motel there or something where the couple was staying there with on their honeymoon. And the story goes, somehow the woman died or something. So the man vowed to uh, walk the earth till he found his uh, the killer that killed his wife. So they say that's what that light is, him looking for the killer of his wife. Hmm. It's so weird because I did Bragg Lights in Saratoga, and it's like almost the same thing. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I did the Bragg Lights in Saratoga. I don't know when or what episode, but I did them. And then and I was like, oh, you did Bragg Road? Yeah, she might have covered it before. This, uh... Road and then uh, the other story is there's a it's a rail worker because a uh, legend goes a rail worker was uh, walking the tracks one night and he didn't have his um, lantern or something and the train hit him. I think that's the story I have. Yeah, I was fixing to say I think it is. Got and, like uh, got decapitated or something. Yeah, and then they say that's his light too, looking for 
not looking for or looking for his head or warning people, hey, train's coming, get away. Yeah. Could you imagine using that old-ass creepy road for your main source, you know, to get back and forth? It's creepy. Mm-mm. No, thank you. Well, yeah, when I was writing that last night, I was like, hey, that sounds familiar. <laughs> but I was up till 2 o'clock, too, so. All right. So I know this one might not be as long, but we also got to talk to you guys in the end, so it's okay. So I'm going to do two on dolls. Yes, um, dolls. Since this is the last week of... September, I wanted to introduce us some stories, to introduce you guys to some stories we're going to be talking about. So, first, I'm going to talk about Robert the Doll. Oh, man, that guy's creepy. That helps that you know what I'm talking about. So, um, this is from Florida. Florida. So, Robert the Doll, um, he is on display at a museum in Florida. And he was originally given to a young boy named Robert Eugene um, Otto, who was the son of a wealthy family back in 1904. And the doll gained a reputation for being haunted, like, almost immediately. Anyone who would visit the family or the doll or, like, come see it and be disrespectful um, and just, you know, be rude or whatever would be met. Would be met. Meh. Would be meh. 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 Meow, meow, would be met meow. with misfortune and just like face punishment. She's crazy. Shut up. Crazy. Um, on other instances, the doll would like move, like his hands would have moved or his feet would have moved. Um, different facial expressions. Things would go wrong. I mean, yeah, wrong, and things would go missing for like decades at a time. It was just weird, but it's nothing compared to like the Annabelle story. So, yeah. That one was really short. I didn't find a lot on him, but when I tell you guys about Annabelle, <laughs> I know y'all kind of sort of probably already know it because everyone knows, like, the doll, but I'm going to tell you guys the true story of Annabelle the doll, and it's it's a doozy. It is a logging one. It's a long one. It's so, a doozy. So... Sorry, guys. I was just checking the football scores. Wait, look at, this, <laughs> look at uh, the man, doll, that's a creepy doll. doll. Yeah, it's creepy. I don't know what boy would want that doll. I mean, but back when he was new and stuff, he probably didn't look so bad. But now, because of age and stuff, ugh. well, and it's even like this one. I wouldn't want to play with that. No, Annabelle. I want to like not like the newer one, but the older, the original one. Yeah, the original one, because that's how dolls used to be back then. You'd go to someone's house, and their little sister would have a doll like that. I hated them. Yeah, no, I wouldn't want to play with that. Okay. I hated them. So, Annabelle the doll. This began in the 1970s when the doll was proposed or given as a gift birthday present to, from a mom to a daughter, um, and it was given to a young nurse. She wasn't like she was like her early 20s or like late. Uh, teenagers, so like my age or like late twenty or early twenties. She's like really young. She was just starting her life. Her mom had given her a doll, um, and she was a young nursing student. And she was like, "Okay, well, thank you." And it's so lovely. I love dolls. Yeah. Well, she was living with her roommate and stuff, and strange activity started almost immediately. Um, it moved on its own. It started. Uh, so it started moving on its own. It started, like, by little stuff. Um, legs would be crossed, and then it would be in a different room. And then, um, you know, just 
legs crossed, different room, um, different positions. And then at one point they said it was kneeling, but like, I don't, I don't know. Um, also, they came home one time, and if you've seen the movie, you've seen it. I mean, you know what I'm talking about. They came home and a small written note um, appeared, and it started to appear all the time of around the apartment um, of it saying, help me. But help I think in the movie it said play with me or something. Yeah. Um, of um, the note saying help me, and it appeared all over the apartment, like all the time. But the paper wasn't from inside the apartment, and they didn't have crowns. So, like, it was like, where is it coming from? Yeah. Um, well, one day they found blood on the doll when they came home. So then they contacted a medium, and they were like, please help us. And so they did a seance in the home. They're in the seance. They uncovered and uh, the story, and they uh, communicated with a young spirit um, named Annabelle Higgins, and she was a 17-year-old girl. Oh, Annabelle. She got killed and left on an empty field where the nurses now live. Like, back then it was just empty field. Now it's an uh, apartment complex. Um, the spirit was alone and looking for young people. Uh, like, a mom figure, and she just felt comfortable with them. So she was trying to, like, you know, get there. Well, the nurses felt bad because they wanted to help people. And they were just like, we need to help her. So they let her inhabit the doll. Well... Dangerous things started happening after that. Never let anything go into your stuff. Yeah, because you don't know what it really is. It could come out and say, oh, I'm just a little boy. I don't mean no harm, but it's really the devil. Yeah, and that's what happened here. So they let it into the doll, and more stuff started happening. Um, a close friend of the nurses um, came to stay with them for a little bit, and um, stuff happened really, really bad around him. One night, he woke up. The doll was standing over him and, like, put her hand out and strangled him and choked him till he almost passed out. Well, they thought he, she was, he thought he was crazy because, like, a doll was choking you. Like, are you okay? Yeah. <laughs> um, so then he just kept on standing there, and he's like, okay, it's fine. If nothing happens, I'll leave. Well, he got attacked again. They came home. They heard a noise from an empty room. Um where they kept Annabelle, the doll. And so they went in there. There was no intruders or anything, but Annabelle was, like, thrown across the room. Well, the male nurse or the roommate approached the doll, but when he, he like, stopped dead in his tracks, and he, like, um, like, clenched his mm -hmm. chest. Um, and he started bleeding through his shirt. Well, he took off his shirt, and there was, like, scrubbing... Scrubbing. <laughs> seven scratches on the back of his there back. There was squevin mevsimisk, huh? <laughs> there were seven, like, large scratches on the back of his chest. Uh, I mean, this. Mm, there were seven large Can't get it, scratches huh? on his chest. And, like, there was. It, they said it was, like, the mark of the beast. Ooh. They were, like, burnt into his skin and stuff. It was, it was gross. The mark of bad. the beast. I love Satan and Satan loves me. Well, after that, they reached out to the local church. Um, and then they got referred to Ed and Lorraine Warren mm. for assistance. Lorraine. They got determined, Hello, or they Lorraine. determined that there was a negative demonic energy and that it tricked the girl, like, something evil pretended to be Annabelle Higgins and tricked them into letting them inhabit the doll. So, the demon wanted to possess one of the girls or the boy, you know. They almost did. Well, the home was blessed, and the doll was removed from the doll. I mean... The doll was removed from the yeah, doll. The doll was removed from the home. 
well, they put it in the car. They drove to their house and they because they had that museum in their house. Yeah. Of everything. Well, they, they the car and the radio started messing up on the way home, just like it did in the movie. And then they doused it with holy water. And they put it up. Well, apparently, it was still terrorized them. Like it would, it reside. It like it would just. I don't know how to. I can't talk. It would supposedly still get out and do stuff like they have to. You saw how many locks they had in the movie, and I'm pretty sure that still had that. And they had to like have a priest come bless everything like once a month or once a week, something like that. Yeah. And they still had issues with it. Well, now because they're both dead, <laughs> they have a <laughs> they have a museum. It's Warren's occult museum in Connecticut. We need to go there. Um, they display these items like with a glass case, I guess, so like you can't like die. And then they have everything lined with crosses and Bible inscriptions with this doll. Mm. And it's regularly blessed every single day. Um, and apparently she's also, like, caused the death of a young man. This couple came into the museum one day and was making fun of her. And um, I guess this was before Ed and Lorraine died. Um, Ed was like, hey, I want to make fun of her. Like, she's going to kill you. Like, calm down. And, and they're like, it's a doll. How's it going to yeah. hurt me? Well, then they left, and the guy crashed his motorcycle and died. Wow. So, so don't be f making fun of dolls, guys. Remember that. Even though they're a little ugly and creepy, just, oh, they're so beautiful. Yeah. So he kind of, uh, I guess, got what he was. He was uh, deserving there because he was making fun of the doll. You know, the doll wouldn't have to do that if they wasn't making fun of the doll. Okay, I got a little, little bit more, and then we're good. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. I think uh, after we uh, eat, maybe, we should try to squeeze in another one. Hopefully everything works. But yeah. Alright, okay, so I have some, like, creepy stories slash urban legends. I thought we could just do them for, like, Halloween. I thought it'd be fun. So, um, this is the story about Mary Shelley. Mary Shelley, Mary Shelley. I don't know who she was. But it's from 18, not 18, what's the number? 1822. <laughs> Excuse me. I know you're asking me, and I'm like, I don't know, I Lexi. Say you two. tell like, me. I physically cannot say two. I was like, what's wrong? So um, she is the author of Frankenstein. Like, I guess the original Ooh, author. Frankenstein. Yeah. Well, her husband drowned at sea at the age of 29, and they found his body 10 days later. Ooh. And they went to go cremate him while his heart wouldn't burn. That's weird. So the legend is that Mary Shel Shelley took it and carried it around in a silk bag with her everywhere she went. Oh, my God. Like the real queen of hearts. <laughs> wow. She's like, look, it's my husband's heart, people. It won't, it won't die or nothing. Look, it's still beautiful red. It will not die. Yeah, they were like, she was like, look, look at it. Look at my beautiful, beautiful husband's heart. Okay, and then I have this one. It's about the vampires. Ooh. Um, the 19th century, you know, spread of TV went, went yeah. along. And um, I guess they called it combust combustion. Them too, I guess, because that's what I found out. Mm. Well, a lot of people died, you know. And I guess a lot of people got... Uh, well, the homeless people. It said once the like t 
TV people passed away, homeless people would go um, dig up the dead and eat them. Mm, yummy. I always love to do that. And therefore, that started, like, vampirism. Oh, the bastards. And they can- And, like, cannibalism, apparently. So I was like, <laughs> that's gross. Why would you go dig up TB, pa- TB patients? That means you're going get, to get sick, probably. Well, the TB patients, meat tastes a little bit seasoned because <laughs> of the TB, because, you gross. know. Gross. Okay, I got one more, and then we'll do our talky talk songs. Okay. So that was it. Vampire just takes bodies. I don't. I don't really didn't understand it. It was like that's retarded. I'm sorry. That's stupid. <laughs> I don't really. That's know. all the story was about. Was about vampires taking the TB bodies back then. And I don't know if it's a vampire thing or if it's like a consumption thing. But I guess I don't know if that started. It said it was like vampire, but I don't see the vampire thing. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I don't. Just put it as whatever you... Put it as what you want to, gears. Okay, so this one's about how Jack Lantern started. Oh. Um, I guess it's about the legend of Stingy Joe. Stinky or Stingy? I mean, Stinky Jack. I'm so... Stinky Jack? Stingy. Stingy, like I'm going to sting your ass? Yeah, and it's an Irish myth. Oh, Iron Smith. Or Ireland? Um, Jack, the guy, he tricked the devil into paying for a drink, apparently, and then traps him in the form of a coin. Then the devil takes revenge on him, roams the earth for eternity without a place in heaven or hell. So he's like in the in-between. So then Jack (laughs) had a lighted coal and he placed it up the inside of a carved tunip. A.K.A. created the original Jack O'Lantern. And that's why it's called Jack O'Lantern. Oh, because of Jock. Jock started the Jack like, O'Lantern. This, I guess this was like whenever Earth was like first created before like <laughs> there was like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because like the devil was in this and everything. I was like, dang. <laughs> the devil needed some light. So he said, hey, Jack, invent me a light and I'll call it a Jack O'Lantern. What do you say, mate? All right. I'll do that for you, devil. <laughs> All right, buddy. You coming over for that barbecue tonight, Mr. Satan? Shut up. Sure. Man, you're such a good friend, Mr. Satan. I better quit because that does sound creepy. (laughs) I don't want to invite anything in my house that I don't want. Okay, so how about you talk about the YouTube channel? All right, well, need to go check out our YouTube channel. It's all caught up. Everything will be coming out. All the new stuff will be coming out on Wednesdays every morning. Just like our uh, podcast does on Spotify and all that. So look for it about 6.30. It should be hitting YouTube. Everything else will be going off of Spotify, Stitcher, our normal stuff, and Amazon and iHeart. But yeah, I got all that caught up. Go check out our YouTube. It's doing real good. I'm real proud of it. So it's only been up for two weeks, and we've got close to 80 views. Yeah, it's doing doing good. I like it a lot. (laughs) But yeah, we're uh, doing good on everything else. On Amazon, we're doing good. Um, and uh, you hit something. I did not. You just hang it up. Yeah, that was you hitting it, not me. No, what the heck? Um, we are available on Spotify, Stitchers, Apple Podcasts. You can go to Patreon and find our Patreon page. 
And sometimes on Spotify, it says support this Patreon. I clicked on a link and it worked. Like, I just clicked on that and it cool. worked. Cool. So, so, yeah, guys. Um, also, like, we're on pretty much everything. Yeah, any, heart, anything. Um, we're not on Pandora yet, though. Yes, I need to get us on Pandora. Um, we have our email at ghoststorystillfromthesouth at gmail.com. We have Facebook, ghoststorystillfromthesouth. And Instagram at um, southtxghost. Yes, because we're T-Rexes. So, um, sorry this episode wasn't like a full 50 or an hour, but it was the last one in September, and so we're trying to figure, get like all the normal stuff yeah, out. Yeah, all the normal stuff out, because our next ones are going to be pretty, pretty creepy, you guys. Yeah, we're trying to make the next ones like full, full, creepy, creepy. So, and also we had the power issues today. Yeah. So, um... Have a great day. Y'all have a great day, a great rest of whatever. And uh, remember, click them follow buttons, the subscribe subscribe buttons, and keep downloading, guys. Y'all are really uh, impressing us because our download numbers are getting bigger Bro, and bigger every we month. We are over 500 downloads, and I want to give a huge thank you. I've got to everybody. everyone who has been recently following me on Instagram or us on Instagram. Thank you. I need to do like a meet the host and meet the yeah. host thing. Thank you so much, and everyone on Facebook who's new. We're over 200 people on Facebook. Yeah, yeah. Just thank you to everyone and everyone. Yes. Everyone and everyone, thank you. Everyone and everyone, thank you. Do I sound like that? Yeah. Really? Yeah, doesn't she, everybody? Psych! Really being insecure. Well, okay, you Kitty Oz and Kitty Jacks. If you have been listening to this, you have been listening to Ghost Stories Told from the South. I am your host, Stephen LeBouf, and it is my co-host, Alexi LeBouf. Bye. Have a good one.